Ladies and gentlemen, and adorable beans alike, hello and welcome to another episode of V-Boys. This will be episode 3. Unfortunately, Abaddon died, so we haven't found a replacement for Abaddon yet. Hopefully Abaddon um, rises as a ghosty boy from the dead and we can like rein him back in for episode 4. But it seems like it's just going to be myself and our amazing guest, Rakuin Prime. Welcome, welcome. Could you introduce yourself? Hello, hello. My name is Rocco and Prime. I uh, go. I stream on Twitch. I stream on. I post stuff on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> it's just awesome to be here. Actually, it was uh, like contacted last week, and uh, you know, it's uh, really nice to be here for the first couple of episodes. It's really nice. Really nice. Thank you for the invite. Oh, glad to have you. So I think one of the first things we need to talk about is your Twitter and your website. Do you want to get into that? Yes, yes. Uh, so, uh, well, I some of you people, some of you guys might know I I'm Rockman Prom on Twitch. I used to have a matching Twitter, but uh, suddenly Twitter decided to say no, you are not allowed to have that, and decided to uh, just slap me down. So I had to restart. Uh, I think I've uh, been at it for two weeks, so I had to change my name to just Raku underscore VT, just because uh, I, I don't know. I, did, I mean, I sent out a ticket, and Twitter, Twitter just said. Uh, we're gonna take up to three weeks to answer you. Not a single answer back. So hey, let's see what happens. But in the meantime, I'm just been rocking the other uh, account and just the same level of uh, craziness as before. And uh, yeah, then uh, also I work on a. I'm actually one of the admins for a, a, an adult streaming site too, which is pretty interesting. Uh, and today, at least, I've been at it for almost eight years. So that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, Literally, actually, right before this, I was working on a few releases. <laughs> but yeah, uh, literally, I think um, t my Twitter just decided to say no, and uh, I still have no idea why. I mean, have you have you had a situation before? Like, literally, I think Twitter decided there's uh, one this this one day I was I just posted one thing, came back to lunchtime, I was gone. And it's like, have you ever hit, ran into that situation before in in your end? or anything similar. Well, I don't use Twitter as much as I would like to. I'm I'm mostly on Twitch and Discord, so I don't think I've ever gotten like I guess big enough or, or scary enough for Twitter to be like, hey, that's it. that's a little sus. I, I I don't know, I've never I've never had the issue myself, but um why why do you think they, they came after your account? Well ninety uh, percent well, of people said my PFP. <laughs> Though I, w I will give them the benefit of the doubt. It will give them the benefit of the doubt. The PFP is a little, uh, or the profile picture is a little bit uh, on the on the uh, saucy end of it, though there's nothing saucy being shown. So I'm like, Twitter, come on. Come on, Twitter bot. Why are you set to ultra sensitive? <laughs> Like, that's actually a curious point, though, because um, I know, like, with Tumblr a while back, when they got bought out, all the all the spicy adult content was taken off there, and pretty much any other social media platform isn't allowed to have spicy content, um, with the exception of Twitter. It seems to be, like, the norm or the standard to have, uh, like, half of Twitter being just straight-up porn, really. So, like, do you oh know why God, that is? is. You, you'd, you'd be a lot more intimately, um, I don't know, connected and understanding of what's going on on Twitter and, and with that than, than myself. Fuck it, that, that image, though. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, it just, it just showed the PFP. Like, it's like, what? She, she's just having fun. 
<laughs> There's nothing being shown there. At least she's not doing Ahagao. God. <laughs> That's a good one. Questionable. Think... Press X for down. I think literally I think I, I I told the artist, hey, can you draw me a profile picture? And the artist was like, well, what do you want? I just grabbed the I just grabbed the frame straight out of a hentai. I'm like this. I think I was like, so with the hair pulling, and I'm like, oh, that's a question. <laughs> like I think everything is like, do I think when I started it was one one well. When I first started Twitter, I actually started on this account on uh, my Rock One account. I started with the uh, borderline, but not fully uh, not safe for work. So I was going for like maybe a little edgy, maybe a little not. That one picture, like I think I have a picture that it was uh, the one picture that basically started my downhill to just uh, straight up posting. Uh, just straight up posting R34 and hentai in, in my Twitter account. It was a uh, little I think it was the uh, it was a picture of my of my my OC just just naked and just holding uh two fingers out. You know the the perspective thing where you have two fingers out and they just use it on like some anime and stuff where they uh they block off the the sensitive parts that way. So it's like just a, one finger bro uh, blocking the boobs and one finger blocking the blocking the nether parts. I can imagine what you're talking about, but I don't necessarily have a reference in my head. But yeah, so it was like a picture of uh, my OC just standing there. So it was literally just my, my, this is I think the one that started everything. And then from down there, from that, it's just downhill. It's like, once you post one, you just, oh wow, even the bot on your Discord says, is, is content is questionable. <laughs> I, I never seen this. <laughs> Oh my god, Twitter this quarterly. <laughs> Alright. Well, uh I guess you'll see it in dreams then. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah. It's not um, it hasn't even loaded for me yet. I can't I can't see the post. No, it it you can't because Discord just said just said no. <laughs> Discord said uh like, uh any messages mostly accurate bots deem explicit. <laughs> it deemed it explicit. It's not though. <laughs> It's too spicy for even Discord. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, so literally, my uh, I, po I posted that picture and it was uh, it was just uh, from then on everything I just started posting. I, I think the main reason why Twitter is just uh, full of like fifty percent. Well, I think after tw after Tumblr fell, everybody just went to other social medias. Facebook is one of those that's way too public. I think so the facebook uh, scene is like most this facebook's like oh, power hungry to connect you to other people and even though you can set your settings perfectly so nobody will ever know what the hell you're doing it'll still find a way to to, to link it to god knows maybe your your mom or your grandma's freaking uh accounts like the people you might know and just like normal person, normal person, normal person, normal person, guy wearing a Hagao sweatshirt, normal person, normal person. <laughs> so like, oh, the one stands out. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, Facebook just does that, does does people dirty. Uh, and then mostly any job you try, to, any jobs people try to get is like Facebook, the first one that people that jobs check. They don't really check Twitter or other backgrounds for socials most of the time. Most of the time, but just don't take me on that because some you God knows if you have a job and you be one day. 
and they say, hey, do you use Twitter? I'm like, huh, uh, I hope you don't do a background on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after Tumblr fell, I think the um, everybody just said, what is the other the next best platform for us to post this without our parents finding out? So Twitter has been like that kind of edgy, edgy child she just goes like, yeah, let's just post this and uh, not be so power hungry to connect people unless you want to be found. So uh, that's the only thing I like. And then the fact that you can set your, your account to private and legit, I think that's one of the things that Twitter just gets down right. It's like just private for Twitter I means private. You're not getting around it. Does Facebook and eh, there's some workarounds that they've slowly patched. So, but yeah. I think the main reason why Twitter is just just ninety percent degeneracy, and the fact that they have that literally, I think they made it easy to for people to post just uh, short videos and gifs and all that. So, like I've seen, literally, I think I have like three accounts that I follow that all they do is grab grab a hentai videos and just get the good parts and just skip them down to like thirty second bits, and I'm like. 90 percent of people using Facebook probably are or like Twitter are probably in the bathroom. This works out. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I've tried to run away from all that a little bit in my in my feed. So I'm just trying to like follow uh, some of the VTubers that I normally connect with or chat with, and I'm like trying to be super innocent and like uh, say so and like liking all the like adorable little cat photos. And I'm like, please save my timeline. <laughs> there is no saving. There, everything is. It's like Twitter's like. It's like we'll, we'll 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 keep you safe. We'll keep you safe. What's that one tentacle picture in the corner? Oh, <laughs> you know that one with the one thing. Oh, with the mm, no no. You're not gonna watch that one. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Here's a cat picture. Here's another cat picture. Here's a girl wearing a cat suit. Yeah, do you like that one? No 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 no. Scroll down. Well, hey, Twitter will find your Twitter will find your, your kink. It'll find it, and when it does, oh, Twitter will abuse you. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> There's such a thing as say so. Everybody's a little bit on say so. <laughs> I think I can tell you this. Literally, I think. Um, so I do a lot. I get a lot of commissions. My character. So as I start when I started, and then I started realizing how to get commissions because one of the main things I used to do is. Uh, I just didn't know who to go, how to go, how to get it, or who to go to, and uh, suddenly I met this one person, this one uh, other VTuber, uh, which was also starting out, but they uh, were before they started VTubing, used to be a more or less like an art connoisseur. So I was like, "Ooh, you got a lot of art." They're literally going for the uh, just uh, what was it called, Geb? I think, yes, Geb. That JP. Ah, uh, Skeb, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. In concept, it's a good site. So it's one of those sites that, in, in my experience, if you don't really care about micromanaging your art or anything, then sure, have absolute, sorry, have absolute faith in your artist, then sure, send this out. But the main problem is it uses a translator that I've used before for the other projects I've worked on. And uh, the translator, eh, can get iffy. So because it gets iffy, it's just like the way I've I had to type something out. I literally looked at it. I'm like, this translator is gonna butcher the living hell out of this. So I had to retype it out like four times. And then by the time it was done, it was such simple wording that I was like, I I really doubt I'm gonna get anything nice with this. And lo and behold, 
three and a half months later when this one person has had to answer me i'm like this was not what i was looking for but the problem is the site just does not let you complain or get like revi revisions all products are final and i really Oof. don't think that's how art should work because like i mean uh, like you were saying you're, you, you've been kind of say so so i really doubt you've probably seen some of the well i don't know maybe you have if you've seen some of the random arts i've posted there are more in the I, uh, I have. I swear it's uh, if I want literary uh, spice, I've got Silly Sky on my Twitter. If I want visual spice, I've got you on my Twitter. So there is there Hell is yeah. no escaping it. I swear. I used to. Um, oh, I'm, I'm still waiting for Frostpools to come back. Frostpools VT. And so when Frostpools VT was more active, um, their Twitter was like ultra spicy as well. And I was like, oh damn. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's always the best kind of, so, like, one of the things I like to do, I love, I, I, it sounds mean, but it's like, I don't micromanage my art, but I like looking, like, I remember the other day I was going into artists and I sent in, uh, I literally just found the reference from a doujin, and I was like, I like this, I like this, I sent it to him, he was like, hey, can you do this? And the guy said, absolutely. Then, literally, that ended up within a, I think a back and forth that lasted probably three and a half hours. I was just randomly throwing like spitballing ideas. Like I would just send an idea, wait like 20 minutes, he'd reply and then I'd reply and then he replied and ended up being like three to four hours. And we boiled down the idea to what would look nice. And uh, I haven't posted it yet, but I'm like really excited to post it because it was a really nice work that he did. We ended up working on a four page panel or a four part panel uh, that ended up being, being like it looks like a legit doujin page i'm like oh it's so nice i want to get more <laughs> that's also oh that's also a rabbit hole with commissions you get one you're like i like that other one i'll get that other one and then i'll get that other one i'm just thinking when it when it comes to commissioning art um and you've had a lot of experience with that you said skim might not be the best way to go if you're not a natural japanese speaker so for for all the other VTubers and anyone else out there that might be interested in commissioning art, what's the best way that you've found to commission art and be able to get what you're looking for? Well, in all honesty, I'll be um, if you find art on uh, on Twitter that you like, or an art, or if you if you see somebody that just posts a lot, like for example, my friend, uh, or well, yeah, they're, they're call them friend now because of the person I talked to before that had just. It was just like an art connoisseur of sorts. I uh, messaged them and I was like, hey, um, I'm just starting out. I don't really know a lot of artists and I want to get some commissions. And I sent some like one or two reference refs out to them. And they were like, um, you know what? Here, here's some of the artists that I've used. And he sent me like, or they sent me like a whole bunch of artists. And then from there, some art like artists uh, tend to retweet a lot of other artists like there's most most of people in art in the art community mo end up just giving each other love which is always really nice to see so if you click on an artist chances are you're going to find other artists art that is also relevant or probably better so the best thing to do is just just find an artist through through people like i, I found like i i found like maybe three or four like really good artists 
that you wouldn't believe they're you, they just don't seem like they're good because they're uh maybe like they're, they're really small on twitter or they're just kind of their presence is really unknown but when their art comes down and like oh my god why are you not more popular why are you not no sorry why aren't you more popular like this guy was like um like one of the one of the people i actually work with the that has made the more spicy stuff in my end um and like uh, his name is like the dude only has like uh when i met him he only had like a hundred followers but the dude I, I after talking to him i've been with him for like six months he's like i checked his background he said oh yeah i used to work at like a like a manga like an art like a manga studio working on things and doing professional end and i'm like holy hell that's a hell of a background <laughs> i'm like he said yeah i decided to do freelancing because it's easier and better on my health and i'm like can i can you show me some of the things and he said he he couldn't show me some of his previous works because they were under um you know, what do you call that uh, no, uh nda yeah, you can't talk about it yeah nda like some things were under nda so he couldn't show them and i was like you know what i'm gonna trust you on this and then i sent him the commission and it came out really really nice like some things he couldn't talk about or he just all right the only other art that i saw from him was just art that he did for other people uh, for like two other people that he had done it and it was just happened to be two people I collabed with so um, I looked at their art and I was like I want just something like this so if you're just starting in the whole YouTubing thing and you just want to find good artists just kind of hang around and just kind of look at other VTubers like there's and just see who those VTubers are following and maybe you like through the rabbit hole you might find people you might find people and just uh don't be shy to send a dm i mean that's the number one that's the number one thing i've gotten down to um i've oh my god i'm, I'm terrible with sending dms and keeping tabs with people because i could send you a group message no problem but when it gets to one one-on-one -on -one, i'm like ah hi how are you this is awkward <laughs> but especially for our or like basic requests if you send in like a dm or just a simple like hi i saw your art it's really cool it's like i really want to get something like it do you know or who made it can you send me and tell me who made it and uh nine times out of ten i've always gotten a i'm glad you like it here's the guy that made it please give them more support and i'm like absolutely and that's how i've gotten some of the pieces because just like in the end i think I, I don't think myself as a content creator but i, I guess i am it's like we, we create we create content and we like to see other people creating content too so we want to make sure everybody grows and everybody does this the best that they can so just being able to support other people in in some way or shape or form like hey you never know that that person could be a friend of a friend or like a friend of somebody else and that ends up being a great uh a relationship in the end that's like actually more or less how i met my mom, mom so yeah that's more or less how i would say about the trying to find find good art all right interesting yeah. thank, thank you for the insight because i was thinking about getting into uh well looking at skib quite a while back and never, never really got into it but um yeah, no, definitely an interesting, interesting to note and uh, to keep in mm. mind. And for anyone out there that is also interested in 
going out there and commissioning a bunch of art for themselves as well. But uh, you, you mentioned your model mum, so just curious, and I think we've already spoken about this before, we're back when I used to do the VTuber and Chill streams, but would you like to talk about the origin of your model? So my model came, um, I used to have a, a my, originally my model used to be the, um, used to be uh, N.A. from Kagura Daze, because that's actually one of my favorite characters. She literally embodied everything I loved in a waifu. She used to, she's like, has the, she's a like blue-haired anime girl, blue-haired computer virus girl that uh, has a very bubbly personality and uh, just loves to cause chaos and she had like a tragic backstory so i was like this character i love it i love this character so much so my model mama years ago um back in like 2018 like when live 2d was the only program available for uh for uh like v2 like v2 models and stuff and it was really hard to figure out because then she uh made a model for me for um for of just that character as like a halfway like a present halfway like she was bored and she was just toying with it and uh i was so, i it wasn't even like i didn't pay her any like it was very nominal it wasn't even like an actual like full what it would actually cost she was just like yeah just pay me this and i was like are you sure I said yeah so i paid her that i paid her and i started using it as a as uh for vcs actually because I, I don't do cams the number one like back like back in 2018 people were doing a lot of like uh video cams and stuff like that so i was like i just never felt comfortable with it so most of the most would just do voice and uh so that model would just enable virtual cam and it would just work out perfectly as like, just, like a stand on like a stand in there it's really nice so that uh I had that model for a long time so she just kept updating and tweeting it and practicing her uh, live 2d uh, modeling and rigging without realizing that years later she'd be making a lot more models so this character actually ended up was not supposed to be a, a live 2d model it was actually going to be like something for a ui for a website that we had we were thinking about but we and you know when you think of something and you kind of overthink something I ended up just adding and adding and adding to a scope. I mean, with your background, I can actually, I could probably feel that you've got ran into that situation where you just, you start out as a project and the project seems simple enough, but then there's always that one, it's like sit down where you're like, what if we do this and this and this and this and this other thing and this, and then your, your, your shopping list is as long as the dictionary understandable absolutely uh, from my my dev background uh working on like personal projects and even indie games that that i've been uh tinkering around with in the past i definitely know where you're coming from there so we uh, i mean i, I deal with a, with a streaming and, and side but we're like what if we had a, a ui that would kind of guide you through the tags and kind of talk to you a little bit and then maybe like was active on a screen because so we were basing it off of the uh off of the keys in the eye website which when you load it it's like a really heavy website so it decides to load her in the background and a whole bunch of other stuff so we're like what if you had like that but in, like the model would guide you through the site and we're like that'd be pretty cool very nice very nice so this actually model was made in i think maja Ma 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 Maya, I think, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So 
it was like a whole bunch of assets and stuff just left there. So in 2019, uh, I was uh, I was like, hey, uh, by any chance do you still have this? And she said, yeah, just sitting in a folder. And I was like, can you convert it to a live TD model? And she said, she didn't reply for a few days. And it replies back. It was like, sure, uh, I'll rig it. I can do it. It's actually halfway rigged, but in another program. So she just kind of jerry-rigged it. And the first iteration of this model was so janky. <laughs> oh my God. It was painful, but it was like, it was working. And then I never actually, I probably, I'll be honest. I had a fully rigged model back in 20, 2019 before the whole like boom. I could have started like two years ago, but the back then the only like I my camera was awful, my Wi-Fi wasn't helping, and the only program that I knew about was Live 2D. So my that program was like I just didn't have enough brain cells to figure out what the hell to do with it. Because like V2 Studio was like a godsend. Oh my god! So when they added uh, tracking with a uh, because right now I'm, I'm actually using just my iPhone, the facial recognition on my iPhone is. Just beautiful compared to my camera oh yeah because of uh face id and uh infrared yeah windows uh iphone 10 was the game changer right there oh my god like right now i'm running on a 13 but iphone 10 was like the point when it just became possible because one of the things that i hate is just talking and the mouth doesn't move or like the eyes just Blake, just look at the screen like like did, did, are they broken are they not broken oh no the thing's not detecting me blink oh god damn it i feel very cold out right now with my uh with my webcam damn sorry about it that i don't have like an iphone master race prices <laughs> android works too god it doesn't have the same uh sensitivity to it it's like doesn't have the same sensitivity to it because of the extra little sensors and stuff that they added or something? Not the sensitivity exactly. Um, so the iPhones do have an infrared sensor, so that makes a difference, but it's also on the software and firmware level. So because Apple has a standardized uh, API that developers, developers can work with, Mm -hmm. uh, with that IR data uh, versus Android that doesn't necessarily have anything like that um, set up and standardized yet um, that's kind of why you can only do it with Apple products which is the only reason I feel like it's viable to use an iPhone versus an Android I'm definitely team Android but uh, iPhone does have this one use case the I had a friend of mine that actually was thinking about it I said why don't you just do the following go on ebay buy a cracked iphone that somebody just is selling that they couldn't shit and send back to the for a trade-in so if you find like a cracked iphone 10 where the screen is a mess the back is a mess but the infrared works by all means buy it it's cheap you it's it's probably as comparable in price to like a cheap or like a good decent camera so either you could do that that's another option and just use it as a camera that's that's what I actually I, I was talking to a friend of mine and we ended up doing a price check and I was like, it's actually viable. But yeah, like that's one. That's also one of the things that I like about Apple because Android is really like I said, Android is a really amazing software. But it, since it's so it's such open source and a lot of things, everybody wants to put their two cents into it. So standardization is ooh, it's just awful. 
it's not a lot of things but you it allows you to modify so many things which is so nice so if you're like into the want to figure out and build it later and then kind of tweak it to hell then yeah android is the best but i'm just kind of i mean that not is like here's the thing is like not that i couldn't but at the same time i just can't be <laughs> Well, personally, I, I like um, that level of customization. I tend to get... So there's a brand called Xiaomi, and they're basically mm -hmm. like the Chinese Apple, where they've got really high-quality uh, products, and they kind of like rip off the aesthetics of Apple, but um, it's at a very low price point <clears throat> while still having some very, very strong hardware in it. Didn't they like disappear? We do uh, like didn't Xiaomi disappear for like a while because of some weird questionable tactic? <laughs> I don't know about. That. I don't think so. Um, but I might be wrong. I'm I'm a little bit out of the loop. But I've got a Xiaomi A2, and so I'm not a big fan of like the the stock firmware uh, and like random you know uh, Android Chinese phones and stuff like that. Like because there has been I'm um, talking about in the past where if you buy um chinese um, hardware and chinese phones that it does have uh, extra trackers in them that may not be desirable um, but the good thing is um, obviously you have the xda community out there so they do a whole bunch of uh, android stuff and there is the lineage os um, which is kind of like a enthusiast modded um, operating system that's nice and clean and has a bunch of optimizations and security um, updates and stuff to it. So I ended up getting my uh, Xiaomi A2, flashing that with the Lineage OS, and then ended up rocking that uh, with it being rooted so I can, you know, have ad blockers and other cool stuff. Dude, rooting is the number is the best. I'll I'll just I I think it, I work, I'm I'm a work. Uh, I've actually rooted a few. You you know the uh, the uh, Amazon sells their own weird brand of tablet, the the Fire tablet, I think. Rise, right? So it runs a like a weirdly modded version of Android. So the amount of the amount of tutorials to root those things <laughs> is amazing. Like I ended up literally just, I think I bought we bought like twenty of them, and we just ended up just modding all of them to just because we the where I'm at, where I'm at we use a software that requires uh just all it requires is just the browser. So what we did is we found we had we the Apple the the um the one that comes with with Amazon is a weird their OS just doesn't run standard things so their silk browser is questionable at best so we just ran a tablet that all it had installed was just google chrome was like an android chrome or something like that and just set the first page that pops up to the page that we wanted to and that's it and just we set it so it, when it turns on it literally just loads that that's it so android it's android is like a, it's a godsend for a lot of things because the amount of customization you could do and rooting on anything on linux based is just the most amazing thing ever or unix based is just the best thing ever i think like the one thing i've had an issue with with rooted stuff is that if you root your phone you can't install the mcdonald's app you can't get the mcdonald's deals if you root your phone it's like no wait mcdonald's we're not mcdonald's be hating on us uh phone enthusiasts wait are you serious mcdonald's checks on rooting absolutely serious you can't you can't install the uh the mcdonald's app if you've got a rooted phone oh my god so you're telling me wait wait so 
can you side boot on a wait i think you can can you can you run to you can run two operating systems on a phone right uh if it has the, the petitions for it yeah i think you can so do you have to switch over to the main to the to your unrooted version to run it <laughs> I, I just I don't have uh, a non-rooted version set up on my phone, so I I just don't even I don't get the McDonald's specials. Sanj, got to pay an no extra way. however many cents. <laughs> tragic. Oh my god, that's so tragic. Out of all of the things that I would expect to check for rooting, McDonald's. <laughs> my god. It's like you're saving money on buying a cheap Android phone and then rooting it, but then you're losing the money and all all this money you could have saved from McDonald's. Like, congratulations, <laughs> you've been you've been gypped by Apple. <laughs> like, what? By, well, you've been gypped by Android. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I oh, that, that, I I never thought it'd be the day. <laughs> oh my god, but yeah. Alright, so you, when you've been streaming, because you have been you've been streaming a little bit less recently, so do you want you want to talk about that and then also maybe the games you you like to get into? I know you play a lot of Risk of Rain too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, when I first started, I actually started out back in January. I've only been going for about uh, a little over almost seven months, and uh, so the number one thing I think I started with Risk of Rain because it's one of those uh, really actiony games, kind of. It was all based on. I was literally like, was before I started officially streaming, I was kind of tipsy. I decided to play. I was at, I was at my brother's house, who has really good internet compared to my own house. So I just had my laptop with me, and I had just bought the game, like literally just bought the game, and I happened to have VTube Studio in my computer because I was messing around with it. And uh, man, that's like a weird origin story for it. And I just decided to play and. Uh, but I'm glad that that stream was like I didn't vod it because I was a little tipsy and uh, a friend of mine joined and they got so political. Oh my god! <laughs> I've I've had those moments. There was a time when I uh, I jumped on my Discord server <clears throat> mm -hmm. and I was getting like this was off stream, of course, so we weren't breaking TOS or anything. But I was. I jumped on my Discord server and I was having a drinks night with my mate. And I was at my mate's place, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I was, I was telling him because he was one of my closest friends, IRL. And I was, you know, like, oh yeah, I've been doing this VTubing stuff, and I'm like, I've got this community, they're really awesome, and they've been vibing out in the VC. And look, all oh, these people there right now, and we were already pretty smashed to begin with. And he's like, you know what? Why don't we jump on and say hi? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, that's a great idea. And so we jumped on. We started having some like drunk yarns with my community, and. Um, my mate turned the camera on, so I was hiding under the fucking table. <laughs> what we wait, 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 he, wait, wait, he just went live, like, like, flesh to- Yeah, he went full, he went full meat tuber, uh, when we were at his oh place, God. but luckily, luckily I was out of shot when he, when he turned the camera on, and I just ended up hiding under the table while we were talking to the community. But that, that was good memes, and, uh, we talked to, uh, we had drunk singing, we were talking about a whole bunch of, like, silly stories from the past. It was, it was, it was really good times, it was really good times, and that was, ooh, that's gotta be, like, months and months ago now, but that, that was quite a lot of fun. So, yeah, well, I think with oh, the yeah. Twitch TOS, <clears throat> I think you can have a few drinks. 
uh, on stream, but you can't be drunk and you can't uh, endorse alcoholism or anything like that, of course. And uh, like for everyone listening and watching at home, do not, <laughs> alcoholism bad, not the solution to your problems. Um, but I think what you can do is you have a few drinks and then you totally don't have an extra few drinks that you don't talk about. And then you totally be as sober as possible on stream. <laughs> Yeah, just no, no, just right, right before your stream, just go get yourself a coffee, slap yourself in the face a few times, and be like, "Hey guys, how are you?" <laughs> oh my god, dude, I, the um, it's like, it's awful. So you you said that your friend jumped on and they got a bit political. Like, if you don't want to oh talk about god. it, not, you don't have to. But you, do you want to like get a little bit into you know what your first few streams were like at least? So my first stream actually was I ended up just uh. Surprisingly, I'll be honest, I've never been alone, which is one of those weird things that streamers always say. I was like, oh, I have the feeling of just being alone in a room with nobody there to watch or like zero viewers. And I'm like, it's surprise. Like, thankfully, I was kind of blessed with that because I always I've always had at least more more than one person helping me or just watching. So that's the, actually um, I actually got affiliate within seven days. That's really good. Yeah, I think I ended up getting affiliate in two and a half weeks. So, and then that was considered fast as well. So, I think that was that was really good. Well done. Yeah, like it literally, I think within the first week of my, uh, well, it, that and a friend of mine just kind of pushed the word around and just kind of helped me out. So, literally, I think my first week, I think I average was my average was five viewers in the stream, and I was like. I was amazed. I was like, "Holy hell! Thank, uh, thank you guys!" And then, literally, I think the first, I think my, within a month, I already was up to a hundred, and I was like, just shocked and stuff. Because I think the the account, I think I started when I first started streaming, I already had like maybe fifteen, maybe twenty followers, even though the account was just a just a blank account. And then from there, I just kicked it straight to third, to straight to fifty, and it it just went that way. So I think my first streams, I've always had like a, at least a VC with somebody. And uh, I think I've done possibly like, Lord, I don't even know how many stream, how many times I've streamed, but like out of all of them, like 90% of them, I've had more than one person in the room. And then I think I've only streamed alone, maybe twice or three times, which is usually the other way around for people. Because it, it's apparently, it, it's, it's really hard to find people to stream with. But I mean, when you when you started, I think because I remember the, the way I met you was through a actually like a collab where you had we had four three other people in the room, uh, or two other people in the right. room plus you and I. So was how, did, a... how was your first stream, your first start? So the the stream you were mentioning is one of the old VTuber and Chills. I used to have a series called VTuber and Chill where I would, mm -hmm. you know, talk to and interview a, a bunch of different VTubers, uh, get to know them and also kind of like get their name out there in the community as well and, and you know, share communities and, and, you know, just help everyone with, you know, getting themselves out there and getting to know all the new interesting personalities that were in the, uh, like, like the group within the atmosphere. So when I first started though, I was actually doing programming and 3D modeling, um, and that was my main focus. Oh. I was working on an indie game project, actually, to begin with. And so that's where a lot of my initial community came from, and I kind of feel really bad at the moment, because more even then, too. Because there was a point where I stopped streaming um, dev because 
I reached a point where I got embarrassed when I got really stuck on something. So, you know, when you're programming things, when you're modeling stuff, and then you get really, really hard stuck on this one issue, it can get a bit frustrating, uh, even if you're just by yourself. But then if you've got like 20 plus people watching you get frustrated and stuck on something, you're like, oh, my soul. I, so I actually know I know that feeling because well, he's not enough for in that in that perspective. But I know that whenever I'm at work or something and I'm working on something and the, the number one thing I hate, I just really, really, really hate, is when somebody's standing behind me when I'm doing something. I'm like, you're, the pressure hits you because you're like, if I get it wrong, the person behind me is silently judging. But if you get it right, the person behind you is silently judging you in a good way. But at the same time, you'll the pressure of somebody watching you, and that just makes it worse. You're like, I cannot screw this up. <laughs> And, and that's, that's why I found it so easy to, you know, move into games. Like, I'm okay to be silly and embarrass myself in games, but when it comes to, like, technical stuff, um, I'm, I'm a lot better by myself than with, with an audience, and so that's oh, yeah. why I decided to ultimately drop that. But you did mention earlier that most of your streams have been, you know, with someone else. You've, you've had people to collab with, to chat with, or you've, you've had a presence there. And mm -hmm. for myself personally, when I'm in collabs, when I have other people that I'm chatting with um, on call, I find it very difficult to uh, interact with and keep up with chat, which I feel is like one of the most important aspects. And so how do you personally keep up and deal with that? Well, I had to learn how to start reading chat. When I first started, it was, it was one of the number one things I screwed up a lot, was just keeping tabs with chat. And I would have to do one of those awkward, like, freeze frame read all the chat get up to date and come back to what you're doing which is kind of just not the best um i feel very cold out right now <laughs> hey man hey man it's all in the learning experience <laughs> i mean like i said i've only been i was only i've only been doing it for six months i did it six months uh steady like non-stop three to four times a week three hours a, day, a session at least but then after that i just got to the point like after six months i ended up having to um switch back to a few other projects and it just started to get to me like something like a lot because i was the problem is my i stream kind of later like no, normally more people start streaming like at eight o'clock and by 10 or 11 and have a healthy sleep schedule <laughs> to, to me uh for six months i was like what is sleep? What is normal? Four hours is normal? Okay, great. I will sleep four hours. Bruh, no. like, I stream at Gremlin hours, and I absolutely know what you're talking about. Oh, oh no. God. Especially recently, when I've I've had the, uh, uh all, all the stuff that I've been trying to coordinate, and, and the video editing that I've had to be doing as well for the for the V-Boys podcast recently, so... Yeah, oh. I've, I've definitely been lacking on that sleep. I, I need to find more time in my life, but it just isn't there. We need to get around to, like, inventing time travel or something don't at this you, point. Don't you wish your day had 37 hours? I wish my day had 37 hours. Completely agree. Apparently, Elon Musk sleeps six hours a day, and that's it. That's more sleep than I was getting. Man. But, damn, he, he runs, like, three super fucking intense companies. Um, and gets so much shit okay. done. I'm kind of so, jealous, man. Like, this man is on fire. 
I made a I made a joke about it once, but I wasn't. It was you know when you make a joke and you're not really joking, but at the same time you just deliver it as a joke, and you're like, people are like, it, are they joking? Is it true? Uh, I once I once told a friend, look at your hands. You see your hands? How many fingers you got? You got ten. Nice. What day is it? This is a Thursday. Great. Okay. If you put together all the sleep the hours I've slept this week, and you look at your hand. And you use those as hours. You still have fingers left. <laughs> My friend looked at me like, "Are are you being serious?" I'm like, "Do I look like I'm lying to you?" <laughs> oh my god, I'll never forget that week. It's so fucked. I uh, I don't I don't know how you do it. Like I. I need sleep, my friend. I cannot function properly. I think right now, I had two hours sleep and then five hours sleep. So I'm, it was it was segmented because I worked in the middle. So I've, I'm running on about seven hours sleep. But normally, my body needs at least like fucking ten hours sleep to be entirely functional. Like, off the record, I'm running on four right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Nobody shall ever know. <laughs> or yes, they will. They'll figure it out eventually if somebody listens to this or makes it this far. Well, oh my you god! You said you're focusing on other projects as well. So obviously, you've been popping in and out of streaming recently. Um, what are the other things oh. you're working on and focusing on at the moment? Uh, well, the V2 for the V2 for the site I've been working on. Uh, I've also been helping a friend of mine. I'm actually should probably take care of his request because he's. I've been kind of pushing it back for a few, few for a while because he requested it back and i was like fully still full swing at streaming um so i that, that was i have to take care of his request too because um so i've been working on the helping administrate that the the adult site then helping my friend on his side project which is like uh you know you know, you know those anime movie, um, music videos like amvs uh like amvs yeah 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 so uh he's working on HMBs. Those are the, hey, yo. the softier okay. ones. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he uh he he set a site that was working on that. I kinda helped put it together and built the infrastructure. Well, I built the the whole front end, uh, the admin for the site that I, the other site that I'm working on, helped build the back end and in the end it ended up coming actually pretty good. And uh, it's attracting a lot of actually big name people out of nowhere. And I'm like, damn, uh, did not expect that. So it took off like wind, like hail wind in like six months, seven, actually like eight months. So that's another thing working on. And then I was going to go work. I was going to try to push in the third project in there. But I was like, you know, when you come to a point where you're like, OK, I could I could push in the third project stream and figure this out and then maybe get balanced my my life out but i'm like at the same point i was like i'm not gonna push this until probably next year and i'll figure something out later but yeah you have you 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 sound like like a man that's probably overwhelmed his, his uh schedule how many things have you gotten on your plate before 
Right, well, I, I'm definitely struggling at the moment. So I've got my streaming, which is about three to four hours a day. Um, I've got my team meetings and trying to organize a team together. I'm still looking for um, some video editors. So if any video editors are out there listening to this, please feel free to hit me up on Twitter or on Discord and we can have a chat. Um, and I've also been doing a bunch of video editing because, again, um, I'm needing to do the video editing for the V-Boys podcasts at the moment. Um, and then I also have like a lot of time that I want to spend with my community uh, on Discord. And, you know, we have our community nights. We watch movies, we play games, and we just sit around and have some yarns so i feel like there's a lot going on and for me to find the time for the video editing has been pretty rough so yeah i, I know i know what it's like to not have enough time in the day I, i'm definitely trying my best but i feel like i'm burning myself out a little bit <laughs> i and en i envy those the people that have the community things like that's the i i, I kind of i really really feel guilty about it because i tend to before this whole streaming thing i was i used to be a hermit i'll be very honest i uh, you know you know when you, it's like i used to be like the silent guy that used to work in the background really didn't know or talk to me about many things so i had a discord i set up a discord for the site that we were, we were working on we had about like 50 people in there and then i was just kind of just figuring things out in the background putting things uh, helping put videos up and then people running the infrastructure and everything and i'm just like keep just keeping the content but then suddenly we had a friend join or one of the it was like just a random person that joined that day and then suddenly they started taking me to talk more on vc and then suddenly it kind of started blooming um i wasn't expecting it to but like talk to me two and a half years ago this would have been a very silent conversation <laughs> um but yeah, they got me more or less coming out of my shell and it's still one of the things I have to work on because I feel like I feel pressure to do it. Like I feel like I have to talk more to people than I should. I mean, like I have a discord that has a few people in it, probably about like 50, 50 odd people. And I pop in there like a few times, but at the same time, I'm like, I should probably do more community things, but at the same time, I just can never, it just can't find the time in a day. Because just like by the time I'm, I'm, by the time I come home from work and then uh, like I actually do work a, a full time, then I get home after that and then I have to deal with things at the house. It, by that time, it's already like almost nine, almost like eight, nine o'clock at night. I was like, oh my God. I can't it there like that that was the whole main issue with the streaming I was like I was doing it four times a week so I was coming in and rushing like to get myself together like I would just get home take a shower eat something and then by 10 10 30 I was already on I was like holy hell but then that's why I said you know what? I'm just gonna do it on the weekend I, I legit I did that race for six months it was crazy but yeah this I, I guess I give props to everybody that, that, that to you and like a few of the people not a few like all the VTubers that can manage to just get communities together because I think the only probably community I could say has just been my Twitter because I, I like after the uh, whole Twitter yeet is deleted me I came back and I basically almost halfway back to my numbers like I, I cannot even fathom how I got back I'll be very honest well, I, I haven't been one to use Twitter enough, and so I can't really... I'm, I'm very detached from that whole sphere of things, really. I can't really add to that. You would, would you like to give some insight, I suppose? Well, I, I, can't, but I think more or less for my end, I kind of... 
I'm the kind of person that my, my I'm usually in so many things that I just can't keep. It's really hard for me to keep like DMs going back and forth because a DM I feel takes more, uh, more a lot more attention, and just being timely with your responses and so it doesn't feel bad because I. The number one thing I hate, I feel really bad about is if I leave somebody hanging and then I realize I leave somebody hanging and then awkwardly coming back and you're like, hey, sorry about that. I didn't mean to kind of forget about you for three days. <laughs> and then you have to just try to pick up the pieces where you left off. No, I'm, I'm kind of, I like the, I like the delivery method where you just send out a message and you tell people something and then kind of reply back but you don't you don't have to because 90% of the people on Twitter know that chances are their things gonna get buried so at the, at the same time you don't feel as bad I feel as bad I feel bad that I don't reply enough but at the same time I don't feel as bad because if I miss one and I feel like I could probably see the same person again later and still message him back and kind of reply to them so yeah, it goes back and forth, but like I said, I think I, I've replaced. I have Twitter more or less rather than Discord, because Discord, like I said, re it requires so much more attention, and because of just me running around in 37 directions, most of the time I just can't. It's just really hard. I, it's one of those things where you're like, you don't know where which direction to point to either, because there's so many social medias. Like, freaking. Um, <laughs> Dude, I'm a boomer as hell, man. I'm 28 years old. I can't. I have no idea how the hell TikTok works. <laughs> I'm not gonna figure it out now. <laughs> well, not gonna lie. I had to sit down because I, I don't personally use TikTok quite a lot either, and I am looking to get into uploading a lot more on YouTube and TikTok once I'm able to find um, a video editor to work with in the longer term. And I think I, the other day I sat down and I watched like two hours of TikTok. Like I was going to bed and I was like, oh, you know, like I should probably watch some TikTok and, and you know, really get into, you know, what's going on there. And so I'm, I'm sitting there like fucking two hours later, still flicking through it. Like, oh shit, I should have gone to sleep. So I, I definitely see the- Reddit. <laughs> I, I see the draw. I, I see how it sucks you in because it's so short form and it's always constantly hype and interesting. Though the one thing I really realized there or that I, that I saw a lot of, and again, this is the first time I was using TikTok, so the algorithm wouldn't have fully refined it down to what I really liked yet. And so I got quite a wider array of content. Um, and that being said, I saw people that were good at beatboxing, people that were good at this, at that, and like doing some really epic things. Um, I saw this guy that could beatbox like it's a fucking dubstep remix, like it was insane. And this guy has, let's say, that. for example, uh, like let's say like twenty thousand likes or something. And then the mm -hmm. next video that I saw has like fucking five million likes, and all, and it's uh, it's all within a span of two seconds. You're like. You guys like epic video, dumb video, epic video, and you're like, what the hell's going on with this pick? Oh no, like what I'm what I'm trying to get to is uh, so like this guy who has a lot of skills and it's it's insane is like only twenty thousand likes. 
Yet this video with 5 million likes because it's Keanu Reeves um, just, you know, doing something really silly for like two seconds that it took zero effort or uh, even Dwayne The Rock Johnson doing something. I think he was sitting down reacting to someone else's TikTok and having a sip of tea. And then that was like a million plus likes. And I'm just thinking, okay, it's Dwayne The Rock The Johnson or it's okay, it's Keanu Reeves. I totally get that in that they're, you know, epic actors and personalities but compared to the effort you know that they put in which was not you know not being rude or anything but sweet fuck all compared to the effort and skill that was put into by some of these other content creators and the disparity there I was just like I, that was very surprising to see I actually feel that because on I will on uh, Twitter I actually made ones like I, I like what do you call it? So when I started, I before I even started getting any commissions of sorts or anything, I uh, for the most part I would just use use a lot of gifts from anime. Which, hey, if you do that, by all means, that is completely valid and a completely great way to do things because they, if, it's, if it's content that exists, why make it again? It doesn't need to be remade if, or something. But then there's when I recently started noticing. Like there were meme, like there's people just like grab a meme and retweet the same meme over and over. And the first person that probably posted that only got like maybe 20, 30 people to like it. And then another person, slightly bigger, just retweets the same thing and they get like a million likes. I don't know where you're like, why? What did they do different? And then it's like, no, I think the, I've, the dumb as hell too. Like there's content, like once I spent like, three hours on uh on illustrator you know like the uh yeah like the like adobe illustrator with a uh template for an iphone phone call i spent three and a half hours relearning how to use uh, like uh, like illustrator because i had stopped i haven't used it in, in a long time so i was relearning how the hell to use it i finally relearned and i made what i wanted it got like no no reaction and then a dumb picture of a meme i put got more likes and tweets than that one i'm like why all this work and i could have just posted this dumb picture of a cat hey to be fair i i feel obliged like automatically to like any fluffy cute cat pics so let, let's be real priorities <laughs> like i think here I'll st i'm sending it to you so you can see it like it that took so much effort oh my god look at it it came out beautiful it came out professional that's pretty clean so that's pretty clean i'm so proud of it five minutes later i put a picture of a cat that got more likes than everything i posted all day i'm like god damn it well, oh, I guess it's yeah. just down to, you know, hitting the right note, having that comedy factor, oh. I suppose. But then also, like, it was going about TikTok, the also the, um, um, what do you call it? Yeah, the, the algorithm just really encroaches on people. Like, I I have, you like, it's kind of dumb, but I have, like, a, mo a few different you know, YouTube accounts. And, like, like, one, when one YouTube account gets really, really, really encroached, I kind of just start using the other one to let the to let it reset because like over time it's gonna probably go back to just generic and then to try to retweak down what you like 
So I'm like, I remember when I first started my one YouTube channel, I started watching a lot of like rap videos. And then suddenly just started showing every rap video and only rap videos. I'm like, yeah. Ah. So the the, my, the YouTube channel that you know, I'm using for my for the just VTuber vods and stuff. Which I'm actually I'm I don't, I don't even promote my YouTube channel because I don't even have one. I'm gonna be honest. That's also a grave sin I've committed, which I feel terrible. Like all of the content that I've recorded. Like if early on you get on to you get on this thought uh, into VTubing, and you know for a fact you're gonna want to create content, just organize yourself to do that because i did not oh actually i i do have something to mention there so with uh backing up and archiving your content i originally started uploading all my vods ever since the second stream i did right so the first stream there was just copyrighted it was riddled with copyrighted music and i just couldn't save it but ever since the second stream i did onward i was backing it up uh to youtube and privating all the videos and then recently when i made the v boys channel and wanted to upload mm -hmm. my one plus hour fucking episode one for v boys it was like, sorry, you cannot upload something that's longer than 15 minutes but you, because you have copyright strikes. I had copyright strikes on my backed up VODs that were privated. And I was like, are you shitting me? So I can't even, I, I had to delete all my backed up VODs uh, for all the history of my channel up until this point, just so I could upload my, my V-Boys podcasts. So if you're going to back up your content i recommend to everyone do not back it up to a youtube channel um because they will restrict you so if you're starting from scratch um and you're going to get into vtubing soon and you want to back up your vods do not upload you to youtube but download them manually and then get like a huge fucking hard drive and just start storing them on there and then maybe compressing them into like uh months of the year so you just zip them down and to compress them as much as you can so you can archive it that way and save space because YouTube will screw you and you will lose all your backed up fonts. So I've just a. Uh, I think for there, copyright claims, the only thing for well, my, at least in my end, because I've, due to the other projects I've worked with, I know about the, the good old DMCA slapping you ever so often. And uh, well, we came up to a solution for that, which I can't really talk about. But um, the um, DMCA will slap you for anything. So from day one, actually, well, my first. Maybe two or three streams were really, really, really uh, just the VODs. I, I just yeeted, deleted those because I those that were like DMCA to holy heck. But after that, I just started going for royalty free. So it's just uh, if you happen to have a Twitter account with uh, what you call it, the if you happen to have a YouTube account with a red or maybe maybe a Spotify, the the ability the fact that it avoids commercials breaks lets you use those there are a few 24-hour royalty free channels which are playing live content all day so you're always going to have a different song playing that is actually a lifesaver oh my god i think there's other platforms like uh i know stream beats stream beats uh, is a royalty free and they have a uh, Spotify playlist that you can use without any issues. Um, so there are a lot of options out there. Uh, mm -hmm. By the way, not sponsored by them, but uh, I used to use them for quite a bit. But then I realized that you can make sure that the VODs that get saved um, 
don't use certain audio channels from your OBS. So you can play music in the background uh, of your of your streams, and then that music doesn't get saved to your VODs, so you won't have any issues with that music with the VODs, especially if you're going to save those VODs to make videos with, because if you can do video editing um, with any of your previous content and you've got background music in it, it makes it logistically more difficult. So it has that practical purpose as well as that cheeky wink-wink purpose. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like actually just recently, like probably uh, like 20 streams in, more or less. I started get, like I, I, everything. Like people always say, watch your vods after you're done to just see if there's anything you can fix. So I kind of sat down and talked to my friends, like, hey, what do you, what would you fix? And I, a lot of them were like the audio, like they said visually it was okay, uh, you know, scuff here and there. But hey, what do you, what, what else do you expect? Um, but like visually, visually was okay. Audio wise was crap. So I was like, oh, all right, let's figure that out. Like now, my only problem is um, when I'm streaming, I still have a problem with some random, like just pronunciation things that don't come out right because just the sound compression. Because my room, uh, I run like seven computers in my room, so you can always hear like humming of computers. So actually, on that point, have you ever tried to use uh, Nvidia Broadcast? Mm, actually first time i've heard of that if you can send me info on that later that would actually be very nice to know yeah um so just to just to let yourself know and anyone else that's interested um for anyone who wants to do like youtube recording streaming or anything else like that uh if you have a nvidia rtx gpu so the 2000 or 3000 series i highly recommend that you look into something called nvidia broadcast now it is resource intensive so it will use a bit of ram a bit of cpu and a bit of gpu keep that in mind um so if you are planning to build a pc for streaming i highly recommend getting a gpu model higher than you would expect you want uh just so you have a bit of leeway in regarding to um, you know dedicating that to nvidia broadcast but basically what that does is it uses um machine learning and ai to noise suppress everything that is in your voice so it learns from your voice and if i clap right now so keep an ear out did you hear that clap I heard very lightly tapping. That's it. Lightly tapping. Not even like that a was clap, the like loudest clap I could pull off right next to the mic, right? So, uh, like clapping, um, like uh, traffic noises, uh, bumps, clicking, anything like that, uh, fan noises. All of it is by by large margin just gone, completely gone. It is the best noise suppression available out there, and I've tried a lot of different solutions. Right now, for my solution, I've been using this RTX audio, which isn't this just the audio part of the broadcasting part that you're talking about, because the they they that was a separate thing. The, my my thing, guys, I do so many things on my computer that I couldn't just dedicate one software to do that, or just I couldn't like use like a broad solution. So I just said, you know, I'm just gonna figure something out, and I just ended up looking it over, and that they do just have the audio part if you have. A video card that has RTX enabled. So my when I was first starting to because I do a lot of upscaling stuff, uh, and I got myself a 2080 Ti when it was still the best, the, the creme de la creme video cards. So I remember I got my hands on it, was fresh and new with the water cooled edition. So I don't even have Fancy. to worry about that. Dude, it looks so nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> it, has, it has LEDs and stuff. I love it. And I said it. I got to send you a picture of my computer one. So I told you how my waifu is NA. Her color is always like light blue. So I mat, I got the Corsair like LED RGB freaking fully pumped out cards. So I got those. I got a glass case because I, I actually work in glass. So I got like the nicest glass you can get in the market. So I, I asked my boss, hey, can I have a, a slab of glass about this big? And he was like, why? I'm like, I have reason. I have really good reason. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up getting like really, really like the nicest piece of slab of glass I can get my hands on, polished it, got the guys in the back to polish it nicely and they gave it to me and uh, I came back home, installed it. So I have like this super transparent glass next to uh, this uh, computer build that's like water cool, has pipe, little water cool pipes running uh, and uh, I got the... Uh, what do I call it? Is it the the uh, NZXT, the NZXT water cooler for my CPU that has the little LED screen on? You can customize. Uh, NZXT Kraken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, that one, the good one, the good one, the 360. It was like a 360, the 361. So it's like three fans. I got that one with the the uh, and the screen is the uh, it's just my the white my wife was just blinking. It looks so nice. I was like. Did I need that water cooler? I did not. I could have just bought the, the basic one. Did I want that water cooler? Yeah, I wanted that water cooler. Well, it it's depends so worth it. on what CPU you're rocking. Like, uh, are you overclocking? What what are, what are you running? Yeah, it's uh, overclocked uh, i9-9900K. When I built this computer, it was like everything was like the most, the highest grade I could get. So I ran... It's like a two year, it's like a year and a half, two year old build. It was like right but before COVID. Do you have some good thermal paste on that? Because it's pointless having a. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I replaced, the, shit, I, replaced, paste. I replaced the paste every so often. I got like the. When I built this, I think I bought like the. God, I can't remember the name of it right now. It was like the, the, the really, like, it's like 20 bucks the tube or something like that. It was like 30 bucks a tube for it. It was like a really super expensive paste. I think it's like the Arctic think, stuff, the something Arctic. Yeah, 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 Arctic something. It was, um, I remember mm. that. I got like the most expensive paste I get my hands on. I got like, I put when I put this thing together, I wasted, I, I kind of over went way overboard because I knew I was going to be using it all day, every day. So it was like literally for the first three months, for the first six months of 2021 uh like second half of 2022 and then like the first couple months of 2021 i literally just was running this computer 24 7 at 100 percent capacity and it ran like a champ i think at the moment i'm running a uh, ryzen 9 5950x so that's a oh. uh, 32 <laughs> i think 32 cores 64 threads or some shit like that i i, I haven't checked love but or is it the other way around is it like 32 threads anyway it's the beastiest of the uh ryzen's uh, mm -hmm. ryzen 9s so that's that's absolutely kicking ass and then i've also got a um, rtx 3070 as well that i'm that i'm rocking out yeah, the dude. I, I like I said, I built this like right before all of those came out. Because if if I if I had if I had, if I was to build the computer now, I would probably be getting all those things right now. But then like the, you you know the thing about it though is like in any one year you're gonna be looking at it like I should have waited, and then the next year you're be like I should have waited because exactly you just build the best that you can at the so time. Fast. Dude, I, my computer got dwarfed within months of me building it. I'm like, but oh my see, God. you have to pause there because 
even though like you may have just built just at the wrong time we've been stuck on the rtx 30 series for years now and we've been stuck on like the ryzen 5000 series for a while too so the current hardware cycle we're in has been since fucking before covid you know what i mean uh so if you were waiting for the next rotation you would have been waiting for years it was like it just like i think covid just stopped basically a whole bunch of progress because it used to be uh it like it, everything it was like every two it's the same thing as a car every two years you just get a brand new design but like because of covid everything got shot to hell everything time wise like I, I talked to my friend my friend said like if he had purchased everything before uh, here in the states it hit in march if he had everything purchased everything before march he would have gotten his computer for like a thousand like 1500 let's just throw a number like 1500 and then because of covid he ended up having to pay like almost 2200 because everything went to hell and i was like god damn COVID really hurts. <laughs> it really did. It really did. Even here in New Zealand, um, it, it had a strong impact on the availability of a lot of products uh, because we're in the we're in the middle of nowhere and we're heavily reliant on imports for like for like technology and stuff like that. Um, at least we have like a lot of milk and cheese and steak. <laughs> so like, we, we, we've, we've got, got a shitload we of got good food. Local cuisine, but like we got the local <laughs> cuisine, but I can't share it with the family because I can't. And a goddamn good phone. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Tech, tech, like, tech's just weird over the last couple of years. It just moves way too fast. But <clears throat> Bitcoin Sorry. recently crashed, actually. And because of, well, when I say crash, it came down quite a bit recently. And there was a massive flood or a massive exodus of GPUs back into the market, which has brought down GPU prices recently, which is a big plus a big w for gamers um obviously a lot of people that have been heavily investing in the crypto market not a big win for them unfortunately but it does does help the prices Dude, there was i remember i'll never forget there was a i'll never forget there was a, a release of uh of video cards that some some dude ended up finding out some there were supposed to be like some industrial versions only that china made by accident they made a whole batch of them and people were just buying those left and right and then when they realized they couldn't play games on them and then they ended up modding the living hell out of them it got to the point where people were learning how to mod a video card physically i was like god we're getting to desperate times right now holy crap fair enough i guess it's a life lesson right if you buy cheap you're gonna run into issues i feel like i've learned that lesson quite a few times <laughs> sometimes you're, you have if you to... buy cheap you're gonna buy it twice <laughs> yeah exactly like i've I've learned that it's it's worth that extra five or ten bucks on the price tag you know you, you'd be like but but i can get it for like a little bit cheaper and i'm just like but the quality of life and the hours of time you're going to save from fucking around <laughs> ten dollars can make hey. such a difference like the, you, you know the triangle the little triangles like cheap fat uh is like is cheap fast and good like you want it cheap and you want it fast well it ain't gonna be good if you want it good and you want it fast it ain't gonna be uh it ain't gonna be cheap <laughs> it was like it's like that tri that triangle is like so true it's painfully true for a lot of things balanced like, as all things should be do it was like the uh i think the 
I mean, there was a, like a skip, I think, just going back to just calling it back way to the beginning with art. Like I, I think it was a skip artist that literally charged, hey, look, uh, they charged, I think, uh, $30, I think it was 30 bucks for something. And their return times were like out of nowhere. They, were, they would literally sketch it and give it back to you within like hours. And they were like, God damn, no, no artist has it that fast. But then when you look at it, I'm like, yeah, to get you out of the situation, yeah. Is it really good art? I'm like, not to call them out, but I'm like, uh, it could be better if you gave it an extra day. Like that's why, I, for the most part, I never, I will never rush anybody because I tell, I tell people, take your time because Lord knows your skill takes time. If you rush it, you're gonna get a terrible thing at the end. And if I'm, if I'm rushing you, and you're just trying to get it done, you transpose that into the, what you're doing. So just take your time and do it right and just don't if you have a time crunch it's better just to say hey you know what i'm gonna need a little more time because if you crunch something you're gonna be missing something you know that but i think it also comes down to time management as well like as long as you're not procrastinating and you're managing your time well then take as much time as you need to finish it but if you're one of those people that's like okay i got a commission <clears throat> it's due on this date and then you like twiddle your thumbs, play games, fuck around. And then it's like, it's due, it's due like three hours from now, fuck. And then you crunch, like, and then you do your art then. And then they, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, it's it's not ready yet. And I think if I, if I, you know, really focus on getting it done on the deadline, it's not gonna be the best it can be. And then you get more time for, it's just like, bro, time management, please. Oh my God. Dude, I, uh, I got people it's like, just, Hey, if you're gonna whatever, what people have told me, hey, I'm gonna have a few in a week, and I'm like, okay, just keep me up to date. If I don't hear back from them till like the day before it's due, then I assume you took till that day to do it, because it's like, I'm like, oh, like there's artists that I get like get an MD, like a DM from like every one or two days, I'm like, hey, here's an update, here's a little drop, here's a little thing. I'm like, okay. I know they have more jobs at the same time going. I know that they're managing as best that they could. So just drawing the same thing for hours must bore people to death. So I said, you know what, you're fine. I'm not expecting you to just monopolize your time on one thing. As, as long as you keep me updated, I don't care when it's done. But like if I disappear for two weeks and then it says the thing is due on the 1st and it's the 30th. And I'm like, you didn't do anything for 20, for like 10 days, did you? you can't say no and like i can't and you can't even say that to their face either because then that's like being a tanned rude as well so it's just like uh i don't it's know like rock in a hard like place a, there was a I, I remember i had to talk to somebody and i i like i said i was something that i commissioned back in january and it was june and i know that the artist took for it takes forever and every couple months every couple weeks i be like hey how you doing like yeah doing fine just that well i'm like okay it was uh <clears throat> And I felt bad. I messaged them and I had to get like, actually be serious. Like, bro, give me something, anything. I don't care if it's like, just show me that you've been doing something on it. Then the person said, well, if you want to change me, then go ahead, change me to another artist. And I'm like, I don't want to change to another artist. I just want you to give me what I paid for. <laughs> Please. I think that's Jeez. a big issue with the... I guess current generational society today is 
the value of one's word has reduced over time, right? Where <clears throat> there is less effort and commitment and more hitting the minimum or being too blase. If you know what I mean? It's like, it was like, we'll get it done eventually. We'll get it done though. Like when people say, oh, we'll get it done on the first. And then they come in on on like the first and they say, hey, I'll, I want to need another 10 days. We, we're we certainly sure we're going to do it, but yeah, we're going to add more days to it. I'm like, guys, what is what when you say when you give a lead time, you kind of be kind of try to stick to it. If people just now they don't they don't really because I think people kind of lack a lot on like having people above them, which is the thing like before but before like and this is going before COVID times before COVID times people were like fearful of just losing their job or losing this and be like be more people will be more responsible with stuff but then after COVID uh with a lot of like I, I don't know this might be a little political but it's like a lot of things here in the states were like people are getting a lot of handouts people are getting a lot of help people were like starting working at home and I'm like okay that's fair that you're working at home and then people just started they lost fear of like the person above them they said I could manage it myself and then people just started not caring about like the end results or their like management of things because they said they're probably they're still gonna get, end up getting help and I was like uh but guys what, what about the value of you getting your own stuff no I'll get help from this other thing and I'll get help from this other thing and I'm like Okay, well, by all means, and now it feels like they drained everything, and now they're com people are complaining. Like when here in the, in the state, they had the whole rental things where the people were getting rental assistance, and people ended up like trying to squeeze the living hell out of it for months until it got to the point when then finally they they said, "No, we're removing this," and because they made it so states couldn't you couldn't get kicked out of your house, which. I know it's a terrible situation, but I mean, you've already gotten 20 odd months for free. You're telling me you couldn't manage one month to pay it when you were paying it fine before? I mean, in 20 months, it's a long time. You, so if, what, what were you doing for 20 months? Oh my God. Welcome I, to they, politics and the general populace. <laughs> I oh, do it. Oh my God! It gets to it gets so into. Uh, we've had I've had these conversations with people, and it's gone for hours. But because we all agree on it, we're like, we'll look at it. We all agree to it, but then we all disagree to it, and it's just. <sighs> but before we jump into a long political discussion, uh, we are pretty much up with time, so I think we should probably round it off about here. So I will say thank yeah. you very, very much for rocking up to V-Boys, well, V-Boy today. Unfortunately, Abaddon Evil was unavailable, but hopefully we'll be able to have Abaddon Evil uh, for next time, for the next episode. Uh, would you like to Would you like to shout anything out or close off with anything, Rockaween? Well, definitely. Uh, thank you so very much for the invite. Thank you for letting me uh, more or less hang out and get a lot of things out of my chest. <laughs> a lot of randomness, but hey, by all means, um, if uh, by any chance of later, if, you, if ever um, uh, you guys need anybody to come back, by all means, it was a lovely experience and I would be more than glad to come back. Um, the I jump more or less, if anything, um, I know I'm not posting a schedule. I probably should. But I'm, I am uh, streaming every every weekend if anybody wants to catch me. And if anybody ever wants to just 
collab or whatever and by all means i'm always up always up uh, open for it uh and uh like i said my old twitter account got got just it's just gone so if anybody wants to hang, uh, catch me on uh on raku underscore vt uh just please be over the age of 18. i do not post anything that uh okay for you to open with your grandma next to you so just please be over the age if i know if you're not i do have to block you unfortunately but uh and uh, my twitter my twitch bio is always above the age not that i do anything above the age to be honest i'm just me just playing a game and being terrible at it but hey by all means you're always welcome to watch and heckle me from the background oh my god good memes well in that case we'll throw up your socials right here magically editor blah blah blah, blah, blah. there we go sparkles all right so <laughs> um we'll probably be disappearing now folks so thank you very much for your time uh this was the v-boys podcast with recoing prime and myself mason 32 nz uh we are on youtube we're on spotify so you're welcome to find us there and i suppose we will see you all next week so i appreciate you all hanging out with us today until next time cheers cheers